every time you have a break in your life, don't go to the headlines of the papers, don't go into, oh my God, I have too much to do and not enough work, not enough time to get it all. Instead, pull up your mental screensaver and replay it. That's Dr. Sri Kumar Rao. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Hello, and welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Joseph. Happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining me as we have Dr. Sri Kumar Rao back on the show. And in today's talk, He's going to share a few ways that we can change our mindset so that we can be less stressed and more positive. Here's Dr. Sri Kumar Rao. Enjoy. Every one of us at some juncture, and the two most important turning points are your birthday and New Year's Day, go something like this. From now on, things are going to be different. I'm going to stop smoking eat healthy, quit procrastinating. And if you've done that, how long does it last? You know, there's a reason that exercise clubs sign up many, many times more members than they can handle in December. They know that in January, there will be plenty of room on the treadmill sign-up sheets. Because most of us try to bring about profound behavioral change by an effort of will. Darn it, I am going to stop smoking. I am going to pass on dessert. Every time you try to bring about behavioral change by an act of will, you're doing violence to yourself. Odds are pretty good you won't succeed. But even if you exercise a lot of will and you do succeed, there will probably be byproducts that you're not very happy about. For example, you stop smoking cold turkey, you eat too much, you put on weight. There is a better way. And this is a better way that I've been teaching in my programs for dozens of years. It absolutely works. And the better way is the following. Don't try to bring about behavioral change by an effort of will, but instead examine your mental models. And as you make changes in your mental models, you see the world differently. You become a different person. And as you become a different person, your behavior change happens automatically as a byproduct. It is a much better, a far superior method. And I'm going to share that with you, or many of the components of that with you today. First, there is something called a mental screensaver. And this is something that I advocate for all of you, 
Think about some time in your life when things were going swimmingly well. You were on top of the world, you were excited, you had a sense of purpose, your work was going smoothly. Think about in great detail, recreate it in your mind. Where were you? What was happening? Who else was involved? How did you feel? Impress it upon your memory. Make it a movie. And every time you are, you have a break in your life, and we all have breaks in our life, uh, like let's say you're driving and you hit a red light, you've got maybe 15, 20 seconds, or you're taking a subway or the underground and you, know, you miss one, so you've got maybe five minutes before the next one comes out, or someone cancels an appointment, so you've got a half hour, there are many times in our life when we have these breaks. Where does your mind go during these breaks? Don't go to the headlines of the papers. Don't go into, oh my God, I have too much to do and not enough work, not enough time to get it all. Instead, pull up your mental screensaver and replay it. Do it consciously and deliberately. What I generally advise in my programs is for persons to have three or four such mental screensavers in different areas of their life. So one could be in your professional life, one could be with your family, one could be with your friends. Have three or four or more of these mental screensavers, create each one in detail, and play it over in your mind. Okay, it's a very powerful method. Then there is appreciation and gratitude. Uh, by the way, how many of you here have a problem going to sleep? Anybody? Raise your hands if you can. Well, I'm going to share with you an exercise which has a 100% record of solving this particular problem. I don't mean 80, I don't mean 90, I mean really 100%. Here's what you do. All of us spend a disproportionate amount of our emotional energy on the two, three, or four things that are wrong in our lives. More precisely, we spend a disproportionate amount of emotional energy on the two, three, or four things that we have arbitrarily decided are bad in our life. And we totally ignore the 40, 50, 60, 200 things which are pretty darn good about our lives. Think about it. Every single person in this room is incredibly, extraordinarily privileged. Think about it, seriously. Do any of you have to think about whether you're going to have lunch today? Do you have to think about, do I have a bed to sleep in? Do I have a roof over my head? Can I go from place A to place B with reasonable certainty that I'm not going to get blown up? You do recognize that every single one of the things that I have mentioned is a big deal in many parts of the world right now, right? So you're not just privileged, you're incredibly privileged. But guess what? 
Though you do recognize it intellectually when I point it out, in your day-to-day -day life as you go about it, you don't feel incredibly privileged. You feel stressed out. The reason is, as I said before, we spend a disproportionate amount of our time pouring our emotional energy and attention on the two, three, or four things that we have arbitrarily decided are wrong with our lives, and we have completely ignored the 40, 50, 200 things, which are pretty darn good. Flip this around. Consciously think about the many things in your life that are really very good. Think about how many people would switch places with you in a heartbeat. Now, this is not an intellectual exercise. This is an experiential exercise. So you can't go around making a checklist and saying, good health, check, roof overhead, check, food to eat, check. It doesn't work that way. You have to actually experience the feeling of being appreciative. You can't think it. Okay? And if you are a left-brain type A individual, and I'll wager that this room is full of left-brain type A individual, It'll take some time before you can get from thinking to feeling. But persist until you do. So here's what you need to do. Five minutes before you go to bed, actually start doing things which will bring about this feeling of appreciation and gratitude. The biggest challenge people had is, Professor Rao, I started doing this exercise and I could never finish it because I fell asleep. If that happens, sit up in bed or stand up until you do it and then lie down. When you get up in the morning, don't go immediately to the space of there's too much to do and I don't have enough time to do it all. Go back to this feeling of appreciation and gratitude. And many times during the day, consciously sit down and let appreciation and gratitude well up. As with all things, the more you practice it, the better you'll get at it, and the more you'll benefit. But if you do it last thing at night and again first thing in the morning, one problem that will be solved is you can't go to sleep. Big thanks to Dr. Sri Kumar Rao for stopping by. His website is the Rao Institute. Dot com. His most recent book is entitled, Are You Ready to Succeed? Unconventional Strategies for Achieving Personal Mastery in Business and Life. And you can check out some of the previous episodes that he's been featured on the show. And his most popular or most listened to episode is number 396. And you can find this in the show description under the previous episode section. All right. That is a wrap for me. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.